everybody, this is Cameo Sabatka. And this is Kaylee Weiss. And you're listening to Selling Crazy. <gasps> Good morning, everybody. Yes, it's the morning. So you might get a couple of wackadoodles. We don't do so well <laughs> when we record in the morning. It's always a wild card when it's a morning recording. It's like, mm, is this coffee going to do it? Do we need to spike it? <laughs> yeah. Did we get enough coffee? Did we get enough sleep? Have we woken no. up? Like, no. So the weather's playing a part in it. We were chatting before we got on and I was like, we just need to get on and like talk about this. We can't be the only ones who are like, so right now it's pretty overcast. So the sun is not shining. It looks more sunny at Kaylee's house. That's, um, it's fake. Okay. It's just because my neighbor's house is like a stucco and it's just reflecting. It's, it's really okay. cloudy here. So the sun is not shining. It's no. like cold outside. It's cloudy. It's June. It's more than the middle of June. And we're like so ready for some freaking sunshine. Oregon is like having biblical amounts of rain. <laughs> and like, I swear I saw something floating down the, you know, the little sidewalk rain that was happening the other day. I was like, oh. is that a little boat? <laughs> a little tiny boat. What movie is that? That's a scary movie. That has like something floating in like the side, the side of the street drain. Oh, it, it, yeah, the balloon and the. No, there's no balloon. Little kid in a rain jacket. I don't like that. That um, wasn't happening. So they said that there's like I think it was like something like this is the wettest Oregon. This is the wettest June in like eighty something years, and we feel yeah, it in our bones, our souls. I was just about to say I feel it in my soul. Like, it's supposed to be, like, 80 next week, but this has been the gloomiest June. Like, usually June is hit and miss with... Kind of a gloomy year. Weather. Yeah, it's, it's just, been a like... hard weather year in Oregon, for the most part. Everywhere else is having, like, tons of sun and super hot, and we're drowning in Oregon. So I try to flip the script and be positive about it, but I got to tell you that, like, it's starting it's to not hard. work. The kids were home from school. They got out of school last week. And I'm trying to be like a good mom and limit screen time. The struggle's real. And it makes it a whole lot harder when they literally cannot go outside. Yeah, mine have been out for two weeks. And so I've been like fighting that battle. Yeah, no more. Please, please, Jesus, please send us sunshine. Help me, Jesus. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Someone was like, there's a, like a thing on Instagram. It's like, I don't need a summer body if there is no summer. <laughs> I was like, no, there's no need for a bikini body. We're just going to go right into winter after this. <laughs> I'm like, I got to make one me day so of sad. So <laughs> <laughs> got to have at least one day of sun so I can have margaritas and chips and guacamole. And then I'm, I guess if I have to, I'll just go straight into like my parka and picking pumpkins. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> is it pumpkin season now? Oh, I guess it's going to, might skip summer and just go straight into the fall. This basic bitch is ready. <laughs> That's what you can do. A pumpkin spice latte margarita. You know, those are like two of my like favorite things and they sound really sounds gross together. Disgusting. <laughs> so gross together. I love a PSL. I don't. I usually only have one or two though. They're too sugary. I'm not a fan. It just like hurt my stomach. But I love a margarita. Love it. We love it. We love it. I'd be good if I didn't have any more tequila this year. I mean, I went to Mexico a couple weeks ago and I'm good. I'm I've hit my limit of tequila. We'll see. 
I say that now and then we're together and I'm like, yes, <laughs> I know. I'm ready to party. Should we go to Bridgeport and have tacos and margaritas <laughs> on a Wednesday? Oh, that Hell place was yes. really good. It was very good. What's it called? Do you remember? <laughs> Choza. That's what it was. I was like drawing Choza. a blank. I'm like, Chula? Choza. <laughs> Shows up delish, guys. Lots of mm-hmm. taco options. You can do them like very good, like mix and match. And they were so good. And their margaritas are fresh squeezed. And they're going to be opening another one closer to me. So now I'm going to make you come even farther north. Sounds great. <laughs> I will drive for tacos, <laughs> Kaylee, and margaritas. So I'm bring in. your kids. I'll pay your oldest to watch the little ones. She'll be like, what? <laughs> How did I get roped into this? She had her first paid babysitting gig. Like besides us, we pay her for watching Isla sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. She had her first paid babysitting gig yesterday. And it was like from like 11 to 4. And I come home and she's got the little boy. He's like at our house. Um, They live down the street. So they were at their house for a while. And then they came over. And I come out and she's sitting like cross-legged in the grass. Just looking like just watching him jump on the trampoline and she's playing like a tiny guitar. And I was like, (laughs) and she looked completely defeated. And she's like, I'm so tired. This is so like, this is, he's so sweet and so good, but like, I'm so tired. Like I have to watch him like with all of my energy. And I'm like, (laughs) just laughing. Some good birth control right there. (laughs) That's what I said. I said, I didn't have kids till later in life because I babysat for my entire teenage, early 20s great birth control. Oh yeah. I was a nanny for three girls who the youngest one just graduated from high school, which that is blows my mind. Yeah. Same boat. But I was a nanny before I had kids and I nannied up until I got too pregnant <laughs> to nanny anymore with Jax. And it was like, I told Ryan, I'm like, I don't want girls. <laughs> that's so funny. And then oh, God look, was like, hold got my one. beer. You got a girl. Just kidding. And you got one that's like, not only a girl, but she'd be a strong girl. Boy, that's a understatement. When her and Isla are together, Lord help us all. There's going to be some world changing happening. Yes, when they are. They together. will for sure. Okay, so I mean, I guess we should like talk about. It'll be great. Something real estate related. I mean, <laughs> here's the, here's the episode. We're just going to chat, and you guys are going to love it. And Six then we're going to be like, bye. Thirty eight seconds into the episode, we apologize, um, but yeah, I guess we should get to it. So. Yeah. We kind of decided today that we we had actually quite a few questions. Thank you guys so much for emailing and messaging questions. Yeah. We love answering them. So we decided to do just, you know, an episode today on some of your questions. So Kaylee, you want to take us through those? So the first one is what are some of our favorite apps? Um, appetizers? No. <laughs> apps on our phone because <laughs> we can, we can go away. for hours on our favorite appetizers. <laughs> and I think they were asking like real estate wise, like what okay. are our go-to apps for real estate? Mine, like when I'm out with clients, my go-to app is RPR mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter which area of Oregon I'm in. Like Willamette Valley or up here in my area with RMLS, it, both MLSs feed into this so I can find all my questions on there. And it's really, really useful. And that's a realtor property resource, right? Yes, okay. Realty Property Resource. Then like my second favorite, which okay. is actually like my first favorite is Canva. Because it's sure, sure. like super, I don't know, it's super creative outlet for me. Like 
I can do marketing, I can do, you know, branding, I can do logos, I can do funny things, I can do stuff for clients, I can do, you know, mm-hmm. like I recently just put together a utilities list that was really pretty to send out to buyers after they close. It just has so much stuff and it's so fun to just like figure out your brand and figure out, you know, how you can make it work for you. So that's like my all-time favorite. I know I use Canva a lot too, so you kind of stole one of mine, but that's okay. Oh, sorry. It's okay. We literally do a lot of very similar things because we're constantly like telling each other about the cool stuff that we do and sharing. So I'm like, hey, look at this. And you're like, ooh, I'm going to do it. I'm like, go for it. I know. We like love sharing stuff. So yeah, Canva's awesome. Canva's like so great. You can do videos. I've done videos of properties. I have, I do all of my Elevate and Empower Women's Groups invites through there. You can also link QR codes with Eventbrite through there, which is really cool. So Canva is definitely one that I love. Um, I just lost another one. Oh, I know I've talked about it before, but I'm pretty obsessed with this HomeBot app that I've gotten. You can pair with a lender. So I've popped my clients into there and then it sends out um, CMAs. It also helps send out information to your buyers. So you can put your buyers, you know, on a separate spreadsheet and then load them into there. So it's kind of an automated thing, which just as agents, we should be sending out CMAs in different ways. And so for me, it's like really cool. It's kind of interactive. So when a client clicks into HomeBot, you can see what they're doing in there. So you know if somebody's like starting to get that bug where they are thinking about, they have questions about selling or questions about buying. So I really like HomeBot. I really like Canva. Is that lender specific or do yeah, all lenders have so. access to that? Oh, actually, I don't know. So I had a lender come to me from a local company. It was like, do you have this? Because if you don't have it, you need it. I was like, well, and they showed it to me and I was like, you're absolutely right. I need it. Like I need to automate. So it may be, I think there's a free version, but I think you do have to loop in with a lender. So there's a free version. And I think if I am correct, you can load up to like 25 contacts. And then after that, it's a paid subscription, but it's pretty minimal. I I definitely recommend it as a tool. Another one that I really like for my business, I really like Cloud CMA. I feel like they've gotten a little glitchy this year because I think they, they did some updates that I'm not loving, but they have a really great platform that links to your MLS. So I can link it through RMLS or WVMLS. And I go through and I search for, you know, properties like that are similar to the one I'm trying to comp. I select those, I click the link, and then it takes it over to Cloud CMA, opens up the platform and creates a CMA for me. And you can customize your CMA and it has lots of information for your clients. And so to me, it's a bigger CMA, but it's like a really beautiful CMA. So Cloud CMA, and HomeBot nice. are two of my favorite working ones. So the number two question, what makes up a mortgage payment? Yeah. Which, I mean, that's a huge question right now with rates changing and people are like, okay, what is like the necessity that goes into that? Like, what what am I paying? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, basically, no, for reals, like, no, it's kind of like this thing where I feel like I've seen some really cool stuff that lenders have done, like some reels explaining that, but you don't usually know what that is until you get into the home buying process. And then still, sometimes I feel like it's not really super explained. So I, in my mind, it's the PITI. Do you want to break that down? Yeah. So principal, interest, taxes, escrow, 
homeowner's insurance, mortgage insurance. And then if you have an HOA, that's also part of it, that payment. Yeah. So they they compile all those things. So your principal, so the amount of the house payment per month, the interest, which is the money, you know, you're borrowing this money and it doesn't come for free. So it's the interest, the taxes on the property. So often whenever you're working with an agent, you'll, the agent and the lender will work together to figure out what your closing costs are um, to close the loan and what your, you know, monthly payment would be. And that's dependent on the taxes because they pay for the full year of taxes um, and then any property insurance. And so that's like compounded. They'll take like, you know, the full year and you put all that together and that's your monthly payment. One property is not the same as another property. Like if you're looking at very similar properties, the taxes could be totally different and that could make or break you qualifying for that and making your payment work for you. So definitely make sure that you have an agent. If you're a buyer, if you have an agent who is knowledgeable, make sure they're, you know, linking in your lender because the lender can look at numbers very quickly and be like, yep, that works or no, that doesn't. But I mean, I know some agents who are brand new and they have no idea what goes into a mortgage payment. They have, they're like, oh, the taxes actually make a difference. Like, whoa, yeah. Yeah, they do. So make sure, you know, if you're an agent, know the numbers on, I mean, if the HOA, like some, I don't know, some lenders of mine tell me they can't go past $300 a month for an HOA payment. And then my clients are like, but this one has 400. I don't know. There's ma- there's ways to make it work. You can talk to your lender. You can pay up front. But a lot sometimes of times, there's not a way. Taxes, though, you know. Like sometimes there's not, and it's situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, and then you know, it's not meant to be. I mean, but a smart lender will look at that and, and figure out how to tweak numbers. And if it's if they can make it work, they will. And if they can't, that's something you want to know on the front end of the, you know, before you're writing an offer, before you get into it, twenty something days, and it gets realized because somebody dropped the ball. Yeah. You don't want right before you close for those numbers to come out. And then you're like, oh crap, I can't make this work. And then it falls apart. I've seen it happen. Yeah. It's not fun. So definitely make sure you know the numbers. Your agent knows the numbers. If you're the agent, know the numbers. Talk to your lender. Make sure you know the threshold for your client. Right. I mean, again, we're just going to hammer it into good communication is key. Building a team that you really trust is key. I mean, there's certain lenders, like I'm giving them these numbers up front. I'm sending them the MLS information. They're running it. They're talking to the clients. And I know for sure they know what they're doing. They've set parameters for me when I'm shopping. They're like, they cannot, like Keely said, they cannot afford an an HOA at this amount. Or they have a loan product that won't finance with an, an, an HOA, like a condo or something in that kind of situation. Or there's like a max tax that they can have. Like your lender will set the parameters for you. Just do your homework. I mean, basically that's what it comes down to. Know the numbers, do your homework, really go out of your way to know what your clients are looking at so that you can best serve them. Be that truth teller because it's just better for you to to set expectations and tell them up front for them, for them to get into it and then be disappointed. And it's just a big mess. So lean on your lender partners. If you don't know, don't assume, just ask questions. You know what happens when you assume. (laughs) Yeah, it makes an ass out of you and me. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a Debbie Warren thing to say. Oh, Except she wouldn't say ass. She'd be like (laughs) A-S-S. She'd spell it. I should do that too. My mom's so funny. Growing up, growing up, she would always like read bumper stickers like while we were driving. 
And there was one and she go and it said, I'm only driving like this to piss you off. And she doesn't cuss. She'll like spell it out. <laughs> and she's like, she I'm only cusses. driving like this to, oh my gosh. I'm like, mom, <laughs> it's not that bad. And then I remember she was on the phone with like, I don't know, our cable company or phone company or something. And she was so mad. And she's like, sir, I am sorry, but I am P-I-S-S-E-D and you need to get me to your manager. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know what, though? Maybe, you know, maybe spelling it out would have more of an impact nowadays. Maybe people would be more afraid because, you know, if you make someone like that mad, there's a lot of pent up like cuss words in there to spell. So she may not be the one you want to make mad. You don't want to make Debbie mad. Not. No, no one wants to make Debbie mad. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. Question number three. Cam, do you get to unplug when you go on vacation? What's a vacation? <laughs> Insert maniacal laugh. Ben, <laughs> get on it. I have <laughs> not had a real proper vacation, I don't think, since I started real estate. Yes, I, I do get to travel. I don't have a boss that I have to answer. I am my boss, which is so cool. So I which can is go why and we take don't vacation. get real vacations. <laughs> exactly. I can go and take a vacation if I like. And I usually try to like, I almost every vacation, I almost make myself like physically sick, trying to insert everything I need to do and more into like the week before. So by the time I go, it's like I almost get sick every time I'm on vacation because I've worn myself out. Sometimes the lead up to the vacation is more stressful than anything because you're like yeah. trying to put systems in place to make sure like, you don't have to work. Yes. But then there's always the instances where you're like, well, it's just easier for me to do this right it's now. Just, so so, so the typically laptop. there are times. Yeah. So you take your laptop, you take everything you need. You always go somewhere where there's Wi-Fi. I mean, like, so for example, when I was in Hawaii, like I got up very early and did as much as I could. And then, you know, just hoped that I would be able to like enjoy the day. And of course there's always like the one client that You've been trying to connect with like all year and suddenly they're like, hey, it's me. I've been ghosting you for 14 months, but Remember I'm at me? a house. I want to buy it right now and I need you to be here. And you're like, oh, I'm in Hawaii. <laughs> but they always say if you want to like if you want to boost your business, you want to sell some houses, go on vacation. And they say that because literally that is the truth. Like you can do everything you want. But if you go on vacation, you will get slammed. For sure. So I think that we can go on vacation, but I have not been on a vacation where I have not worked. I think that there's ways I've learned ways to, you know, do as much as I can here and there. But I think we're always working. That's my take. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a, I don't know, it's good and bad. We're always connected. Yeah. I mean, I try to put my phone on airplane mode if I can for some parts of the day. Like if I know we're going to go do whatever with the family and the kids. Mm-hmm. Like I need to watch them because they might die if I don't type of thing. Like hiking on a cliff or like swimming in the ocean. You're momming so hard, you know? <laughs> yeah. Then I'll put my phone on airplane mode or I'll just have, I don't know, like out of office. That always works. If people yes. email you, be like, I'm out of the office from this hour to this hour. I'll get back to you whenever. Change your voicemail as well. I know some people who change their voicemail daily to say today is June 19th, blah, 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 blah. Wow. I'll be in the office from this hour. That's just a lot of work for me. But it's wild. I mean, I still might have a vacation one on my phone from when we went to Hawaii last year. So I don't funny. know. I don't know what my voicemail you sounds like. I'll have so. to check your voicemail today. Well, I so I agree with you on that front. <laughs> so like you can do 
you should have an alert on your email and out of office that directs to someone else. Um, I think there's times when you're totally valid putting it on airplane mode. I think that you, I like to manage expectations and let most people that I'm currently, everyone I'm currently working with know I'm going to be on vacation. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, I will say that since linking up with such a big brokerage like EXP, that it's been easier to go on vacation because there's like more people as a part of our group that are willing to like sort of watch your desk and maybe do showings and such for you while you're gone. And that's great experience for them. And then like, I'm happy to pay them because it's a write off and they're working hard. Mm -hmm. And also like if our group, our, you know, our group here is busy, then I can leverage the power of EXP through workplace and, in minutes tap into hundreds of agents across Oregon who are happy to like help. So that has actually relieved a big amount of stress for me. Yeah, it's been nice. And then I think like linking up with like a real estate bestie, like I know Kaylee is really busy. So I obviously don't expect her to like watch my desk and take care of everything. I can. It hit the fan. (laughs) I trust her to take care of my clients, you know, and take care of the situation. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, and before that, so yeah, find a real estate buddy. Tap if your brokerage can't cover you. Maybe it's time to, you know, if you want to link in with more people that can cover you, there's always the option of, you know, going to a bigger brokerage. I mean, seems extreme, but the quality of life is really important. It's important to have a quality of life when you're in real estate. Very. And it's nice to just post on the EXP workplace and be like, hey, even when we're not on vacation, hey, I need a showing up in the Dallas. I can't get up there. Anyone up there. I've made friends with people up there since I have a listing up there. Yeah. Dawn is up there now in the gorge and she's my trusted go-to. There's people down in Lebanon that you've used for showing. Yes. That was so amazing. We have a couple agents in our group that I'll text randomly and be like, hey, I have clients that need to see something. I'm up here. Can you show them a few? And it's just been so nice, even when I'm not on vacation, to have that backup. So you can kind of be everywhere at once. So that's nice. It's so cool. It's a big stress reliever. And, and can we talk for a second? Like, since you brought that up and this is totally off subject, but I've actually closed a few this year that I never would have gotten if I hadn't been with EXP mm-hmm. just because people are like, I need a referral in Salem and it's through the EXP workplace. And people will, you know, I'll say something and someone will be like, you know, who's in Portland will tag my name. And so I've gotten one of those. I've gotten one where like I had a dear client whose daughter was buying a property and she wanted me to do it, but it was like five, four or five hours away. And I wasn't even a part of that MLS. And so I reached out to the network and, you know, two or three agents from EXP immediately get back to me and I interviewed them and picked someone and she closed a deal in like 25 days or something from that day. And it was so cool. So, I mean, I've been at multiple boutique brokerages over my career and there's value there. But I have to say like for quality of life, linking up with like a large company with lots of resources has been like a game changer for me. Yeah. We have referral partners all over the United States and in different countries as well. So I have a referral partner in Mexico. I have a couple, um, which is awesome. So cool. And I mean, we're going to be utilizing that a bit, but if you need more info on that, Drop us a message. We'll chat with you. Yeah, we're happy to talk about that. All the cool stuff. Um, okay. So our last question is... What you got, girl? What you got? Advice on buying or selling right now. And we could talk for days on this one because it's very <laughs> loaded. Okay. Well, you know what? There's always going to be people that need houses. There's lots of people that still need houses if you can buy a house and you need to buy a house, 
you should buy a house. Despite whatever the rate is, despite the market, you should lock in that house, lock in that equity, start to build your wealth, stop paying someone else's rent. And if and when better loan products come along, you can refinance. Totally. And next week, uh, we're going to be chatting with one of our lender friends more about what's going on in the market. So stay tuned for that. But I've been telling clients, I mean, the rates went up a bit this week. It's not historically high, even though people are saying that 6% is not crazy. But we've been spoiled with these really, really low rates. And I've had clients say, you know, I'm going to take a break. I can't afford to buy right now. And I'm thinking, yes, you can. But, you know, if you want to take a break, great. And I just keep telling them, if you find a home you love, you marry the house and you date the rate. So the rate isn't Mm -hmm. always going to be what it is. And if it's a little bit high right now, there's ways to buy down your rate. There's, you know, refinancing later on, especially when rates go down. Rates have been known to be lower during presidency, candidate, like years, whatever that's called. Mm -hmm. Drawing a blank on that. Whenever there's a presidential election, election rates have gone down historically. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that, hopefully. But I mean, they're still going to go up a bit, we've heard. So if you find a house you love and you can make it work and you've talked with your lender and there's a way to make it work, buy the house. I don't think it's a bad time to buy. No, it's not a bad time to buy. In fact, I'm getting more and more for my buyers than I've gotten in years mm-hmm. because of, you know, some people are taking a, a step back out of fear, even though they can still buy, they're still taking a step back and it's like time to seize the opportunity. I mean, there's tax breaks in buying a home. There's building wealth. There's legacy wealth. This is something that you can always have and pass down to your children. I mean, Kaylee's absolutely right in the fact that if you can afford it and you should get in the door and buy right now and the rates will not always be this, it won't always be this rate. So there's the possibility to lower that later. I mean, you were just, we were talking before this about how like you refied when rates dropped and were able to get a lower interest rate. And if you get Mm -hmm. in the door, secure the house, start building your equity, stop paying someone else's mortgage, you too can refi whenever the market isn't quite so, you know. Home values are going to keep going up. They're not going to go down. They're not. They're going to climb slower, but they will. And as for selling, I think it's a great time to sell because inventory is still low. People are still needing to buy. So I don't think it's a bad time to buy or sell. I think it's a great time. If you're in a place where you want to sell, sell. Your agent can negotiate some rent back if you need a little bit extra time to find the next house. I mean, there's ways to make it work for your particular situation situation. I'm choking on my coffee. That's Um, okay. (laughs) There's ways to make your situation work out. I mean, having an agent who knows your situation, knows what you need, and partnering with an amazing lender who is a magician, like, is so important. We can't stress this enough. You need a dream team. And if you don't have that, reach out. We'll get you in touch. I mean, if you need an amazing lender, we know several that we love and they're all very knowledgeable and they're all telling us, you know, the same amazing information about, you know, this is just fear. People are taking a step back in fear, but this is what the reality is. And they'll like give us the truth and it's great. And if you need that, just wait next week's episode will be amazing for you. Right. And I mean, the reality is, is that, excuse me, despite the rate, if you can afford to buy versus rent, 
you almost always should. Yeah. Because you're still, I mean, and they're saying like the prices of like renting are going to continue to climb as well. So we're it's not going to see this. Yeah. We're not going to see this like switch where it's like really cheap to rent, but really expensive to buy. It's going yeah. to just relatively be this, you know, uh, the same kind of ratio. So look, I, I get it. You know, some people have been, I've been hearing since I got into real estate, I'm going to wait for prices to drop. I'm going to wait for rates to drop. And it's like, I get what you're saying. Right. We've been hearing that for over a decade. Right. And I get what you're saying, but really the right time to buy is when you need to buy, when you don't own a house, when you need to buy, when you find a house you love, when, you know, all these things, if you can do it, do it. Because the quickest way to build, you know, wealth and security is through home ownership. Yeah. And we've said it before, like it might not be your forever home. It might just be a stepping stone to a better house. Maybe you just need to get out of renting or need to get out of your mom's basement or, (laughs) you know, need to get out of whatever situation. It's not your forever home. I mean, we people, it's very rare to find someone who buys a house now that is young and they stay in it for 50 years. I mean, you can use it as a stepping stone to get a better house, build that equity in that home, use that equity to propel you to a better house later on when your needs have changed and the rates have changed. I'm preaching. I love it. Preach. Yeah, get it. I love it. So, I mean, (laughs) look, clearly we believe that homeownership is it and it's the best place to put your money. So, heck yeah. I mean, that's what we're saying. So if you guys have any additional questions on that, make sure to send in, uh, send them to us. Like we'd love to elaborate. And like she said, there's so many different ways to get a hold of us. Literally. And I'm you really can. excited for the lender to come on. So she's yes. going to have like so much amazing information. Um, we're really excited about that. So stay tuned for that. And that will be even more education on this current market that will help yeah. you know what's going on, alleviate some of your fears. I mean, because I always say like people can handle anything if they if they have a clear understanding of what's going on. Yeah. Exactly. That's actually in my notes on our episode notes when I was going through what to say. It's like, if you have an agent who knows your situation and knows what you need, we can handle it and we can make it happen. As long as we know That's what right. we're going against. Like if you need rent back, if you need X, Y, and Z, as long as your agent knows what you need, we can negotiate to make it happen. We can do our very best. And if it's meant to be, it'll happen. That's right. Yep. Oh, that was good. Very good. Good job, lady. Good job. <laughs> Pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> As they throw my back out. Don't throw your back out (laughs) trying to give yourself a pat on the back. Oh my goodness. Well, Kaylee, do you want to tell people where they can actually find us and send questions? Because it sounds like some people have, because we got quite a few questions, which again was so, so cool. Yeah, you can send us a direct message on Instagram at selling underscore crazy. You can message us on Facebook at selling crazy podcast. Or the easiest way is just to email us selling crazy podcast at gmail.com. Good job. And so again, you know, we know you guys are so busy and you're out there killing it despite the market, whatever's happening. I know my real estate friends are working so, so hard. Um, And my lender friends and all our partners, everybody is just out there doing their thing. So we're so incredibly thankful that you're taking time to listen to us. We appreciate it. If you could like, follow us and share us so we can grow organically, that would be awesome. Yeah, tag us in your posts when you're listening to us. We'd love to see it. Yes, that would be. I want to know. Yeah, are you are you listening to us while you take a walk? Are you driving? What you doing? Are you by the pool somewhere sunny? Uh, Are you? Oh, 
on vacation. Please, all your sunny pics. Let (laughs) us just live vicariously through you. Send me some of your vitamin D. That would be super (laughs) since I'm vitamin D depleted. Oh my gosh. So we love you guys. We're so thankful for you. And remember that you are always enough.